Now entering Nerdist.com. Jackie Cash and Laurie Kilmartin. Jackie Cash and Laurie Kilmartin. It's the Jackie and Laurie Show. The Jackie and Laurie Show. It's the Jackie and Laurie Show. The Jackie and Laurie Show. Hey, welcome to the Jackie and Laurie Show. Laurie <laughs> Kilmartin, shocked. Shocked to find out that we're back on the <laughs> Jackie here. How's it going, folks? <laughs> this is the second one we've done in a day, so, right, so hopefully like we won't be calling now. back <laughs> last week's. But right, the so, conversation is still ringing in my ears. Oh, I'm sure because we, we we closed on we closed on prison rape on prison rape for or against way in, <laughs> folks. Way in. <laughs> so, but I have I have things that, that that you came up with that made me laugh. Um, yeah. First of all, somebody sent me an article about Louis C.K. <laughs> His marketing ploys. Yeah, they, 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 it actually it, says marketing ploys. Is it is it uh, signed off by Louis C.K. or somebody's impression of his marketing ploys? I believe it's their impression because okay. they're on his email list. Okay, because Louis C.K. is not on Twitter anymore. He's not on Instagram. He's not on Snapchat. He's not on Facebook. Nothing. He only does email. Sounds like heaven. Doesn't it? I love his – there are retro parts of him. Like I haven't been to his website in a long time, but it used to be just white with blue links and text like up until – maybe until he started selling his specials for right. $5. It was really like you just got Dreamweaver and you didn't even take one <laughs> tutorial. He did the very basic uh, HTML work. Oh, my God. That's hilarious. Um the well, it's it's on marketingland.com. Okay. Uh, some they did an article about how his marketing is genius. Okay. First of all, the guy's a genius no matter what he does. Yeah. I mean, the yeah. way he stands yeah, up. Yeah, that's how he's going to go down, down. Is a marketing genius. Yeah. <laughs> it's a marketing genius and sometimes stand up Louis C.K. <laughs> right. So I guess he sends out an email, I think it said every week. Yeah. And it has typos and punctuation problems and cursing. And it's yeah. just a mess. Yeah. And he sends out an email every week about what's going down. And then he has to send out many weeks a second email <laughs> correcting <laughs> the information that was in the email. That's great. It's what it it's almost it's fascinating. Oh, they think he's doing that on purpose and that's well, part that's, of his genius. Well, I don't know. I think they were suggesting that other people do it on purpose. And you're oh. like, I don't think you can do that. I don't yeah. I don't the mistake that somebody makes that people find interesting. Can't. They they said they said they know his his uh it's his brand or his the people. They love that shit. Yeah. And you're like Yes, but they love it because he does it. And if, it's, I, if I did it's it, it's accidental and organic, and right? All that. Yeah. Right. It's not anything you yeah. can't re. It's like trying to recreate the second season of Last Comic Standing. <laughs> like you can't. Like the first season was of that Last, your season? Well, I don't know why. Um, why does the second season stand out so much the, that you? It stands out it. with how horrible it was because oh. the first season of Last Comic Standing was actually yeah. the, them sitting around Corey Ralph and Ross, and, yeah, and Rich, yeah, Rich and and Dave Mortal, Dave Mortal, and, yeah. and 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 Ralphie May sitting around, yeah, just beating up on Dat Fan <laughs> in a green room situation. So pleasurable, just awful and hilarious, yeah. and quite honestly mesmerizing <laughs> it was mesmerizing yeah. i was like oh my god dave is being such a dick yeah look at dave anyway dave mortal i love dave mortal mm-hmm. um the 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 he's doing radio in in minneapolis now oh the kq i, I always wonder how comics feel about that 
that's got to be well. He went on the road hardcore because yeah, because I mean he's. A, I mean, really good comics. Mm-hmm. That's a, I think that's a really difficult transition. Yeah, and I think well, he didn't like. He didn't like how much road he was doing. Plus, his, I think his son was like twelve at the time. Yeah, and he was like, "I can't." Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, no, I'd like to. Uh, I'd like to be yeah. around. Yeah, to watch this, dude. I get it. <laughs> to watch the disaster of this kid's j- yeah. uh, childhood life. Yeah, uh, his teenage years. But now, now he's and uh, now I think he's like six. I don't know how old he is, but uh, he's he, now he's like, "No, nah, I don't want to go on the road. I'm tired." Yeah, and you're like, "Well, if you got a radio show, what do you care?" Yeah, so you're fine. Speaking of busting on people. In green rooms. Mm-hmm. So I got in a, like, uh, a Twitter thing. And, and this happened on Facebook, too, where there are comics who are button pushers. Right. I know it's hard to believe. And uh, they're oftentimes, gentlemen, yes. uh, guys. Right. And, uh, and so I, on my personal Facebook page, I am the biggest commie, left-wing, anarchic person in the world and i'm like be nice to each other and oh don't forget to give out money to the homeless or whatever and so i get i'm and like gun control and all the things i talk about all the things on my personal page sure and uh i get shit from libertarian comics or conservative comics and that are friends of mine Mm -hmm. and and so the the riffing goes back and it's electronic Right. And then on Twitter, I just got in a big fight on Twitter with another comic who I thought we were discussing Trump. He thought we were discussing Hillary. What? Yeah. How do you even the pronouns don't match? How does that happen? Right. Right. Uh, uh, Well, I don't know how we because I thought we were discussing it. And then all of a sudden we were fighting. And then I Mm -hmm. was kind of winning the argument, in my opinion. Yeah. And then he brought it down to green room level. Immediate, like he, really? Yeah, and then guess who joined him right down there? Huh. Uh, this one, Jackie Kasher. <laughs> <laughs> not great, not great. I brought not, a knife to a knife fight, eh? <laughs> right, I brought a knife to a knife fight. He at one point said uh, he, he was essentially losing the argument. Yeah, and he said, "Wow, I feel like I'm talking to my mom." Yeah. Oh. oh, isn't I know who you're talking about, but we're not saying his name. No. Isn't he He's just fine. a couple years younger than you? Yeah. Well, and and okay. he was, and it was just a like if we had been in a green room and he yeah. had said it, I would be like, "Hey, asshat." Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. And so that's what I said on Twitter. I said, "Hey, asshat, what the fuck?" <laughs> and then I said to him, "Why don't you ask?" And he was like, "What?" And uh, and then I said, why? And this is what I wrote back. That is not great. Mm-hmm. I said, why don't you ask a woman you respect why that's offensive? I don't think that's terrible. You're, uh, you're accusing li- him of not respecting you. Right. It's a bit of a zinger is sure. what I'm saying. It's yeah. a zinger replaced by another fucking zinger. Yeah. I brought a knife to a knife fight. Yeah. And then we uh, had to go into DM. We had to go into direct messaging Ugh. for me Ugh. to go, hey, dude. Uh, and he was like. I, because it what it happened is it's the difference between sitting around and talking to somebody and riffing and busting on somebody, yeah, and doing it online, yeah. Like the Facebook guy, he was busting on me so hardcore, and I and I actually I talked I I brought that to personal message too. It's a Chicago comic who's very conservative, and I said, "Do you cannot." say weird shit about me being a woman and sort of just you know weird like slamming kind of stuff, yeah. And in the, I thought we were having a real conversation and he was like, oh, I get it. And then six months later, he does it again. And so then I blocked him and then he emailed me like I unfriended him. I didn't block him. I just unfriended him on Facebook. And he was like, hey, I'm sorry. I guess that was too much. And I was like, it is too much. Let's just be friends in real life. 
You know, we don't have to do it online. Yeah, you don't get to shit on my Facebook page. Not I, on my I Facebook page. Curate it. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. yeah. Like as I accept every friendship, I find. But I but do you know what I mean? Yeah, I do. Like I don't want. Yeah, I, I, I keep it civil. This um, first of all, is there a funny conservative comedian that I don't know about? Because I don't know a single one that's ever made me laugh. I can't name. Okay, uh, thanks. Right. <laughs> and okay, so um, I mean, I know they he's get, funny about things that are not politics. They get laughs, yes, from their dumb audience. But <laughs> do they? <laughs> Guess what? This episode, Lori's mad. <laughs> <laughs> I had I had rage last episode. I w- this is the day after the Trump rally was canceled in, in Chicago, Chicago, which. Right? Which uh, it, it brought out everybody, right? Right. Everybody is on Twitter, and it brought out everybody. Um, but somebody, I didn't know what happened. I, I was in I was in Phoenix. So somebody, some I don't understand how a comic can support Trump um, unless Ever. unless you you're a Trump impersonator. Like then I get it. <laughs> then you're. <laughs> <laughs> you're right. you're, you're you've got a you've got a mortgage to pay. Yeah, yeah, I understand. Exactly. But uh, but and then there's like this subset. I, should, I don't know how much we should get into politics. It's, well, I mean, the thing is, is uh, I'm against Trump. I'm against racism, and I'm against button right. pushing. And the guy's a salesman. There's a subset of comedians that are uh, against hate Obama's position on Israel, and that's what they're voting on. Oh, really? Yeah. And so one of them was on my Facebook page talking about Israel. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I I, I, I want to go into it, and yeah. I don't want to step into that. It's a, it's a, it's a quicksand, man. Yeah, what it is. Quicksand. I mean, militarily, we shouldn't be there, and comedically, we shouldn't be there <laughs> in the Middle East. <laughs> right, right. Let's just let them sort it out. I, I, yeah. yeah, so yeah, yeah. I have no solution on well, either that, front. And that's the that's the real thing is that there's no solution. Yeah. And my thing with Trump is that that guy, I mean, I come from a sales background. So I have I know exactly that guy sells mediocre steaks and glass chandeliers to yeah. people who want to pretend they're rich for 2 hours. Right. And nobody does it better. Nobody's a better salesman yeah. to middle class or poor people making them think that they're rich for 3 hours than Donald Trump. And that's what people are electing. They love the idea mm-hmm. that they're like, oh, my God, look at how beautiful Trump t- Towers is or this casino that has these fake chandeliers and then all you can eat lobster tails from four days ago. And, I mean, it's it's all mediocrity. It's, it's, it it's is packaged in yeah. guilt and, and, and it's all painted with gold. And It's people who enjoy Las Vegas. It's, it's a, well, he's, he's, he sells Las Vegas. Yeah. And that's what – and and I and I get it. Everyone wants to be rich in America. And um, if you don't know that you're being sold fake rich, you know Trump University. That education isn't great. Well, how, how dare whatever. you? I'm a grad. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you get your? Did you get your, uh, somebody? Somebody tweeted something about getting their Jedi uh, <laughs> certification. I I, I, anyway. I just worry about going too much into because everyone's talking about like. I don't, it's too much. It's too much Trump. Yeah, but I do love the idea that uh, if you don't have a solution, don't you know? We you can't really you can't really joke about it. That's why I don't do political yeah, comedy because yeah, I yeah, don't yeah, have a yeah. solution. Yeah, I, I don't either. Because I want to fix like, prison except, rape with my prison like, rape joke. I want to set people on fire. So that's my. <laughs> <laughs> that's not. 
Yeah, yeah, it's rage. It's full of, no, that is not a comedian. What about unflattering stage photographs making their way to Facebook? I have several photograph ideas. Do you? <laughs> well, 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 here's the thing. Like, okay, we had this uh, a couple weeks ago now. Kim Kardashian posted the I heard selfie. something about that. It's, what, it's it was a, really... a selfie of her boobs or something? No, what happened? she's like got a bar across her nipples and a bar across her Crunch. vagina. Okay. Yeah, so, um, and she looks amazing. Right, she you just know, had a baby. She didn't two she? week, yeah, two two kids now. But I, I, I don't know. I just, I, I guess I thought since she had a, a baby, she had become a little more responsible, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and that she's more about money. And let you, you know, don't know any that, alcoholics, do you? <laughs> <laughs> that she has a daughter and and I don't know I have nie- nieces and you're just like oh, oh. another uh, can can we just start providing more examples to girls and to women that aren't naked that aren't noodling? but then mm. you know people there was like oh that slut shaming and I'm like, oh, I guess it is I I don't know it just I was I just became why did she do it just for- by her. Body. I, I don't I don't follow I don't follow any of this stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So I don't know anything that's happening. So what you're telling me was that two weeks ago or whatever, Kim Kardashian did a selfie of herself nude but with her bits covered. Yeah. And uh the internet went batshit. Yes. And what do I think of that? Um you didn't ask, but no. I always ask myself, what do I think about that? And I don't I think her bits are covered, so she's just I mean, I think it's like any selfie. I mean, I took a picture of myself in my new Harry Potter hat. Did anybody give a shit? Nobody really. They were like, "Oh, nice hat." Well, and she's like, "Oh, look at you." Do we- I guess I thought Kim Kardashian had changed. <laughs> well, I thought that motherhood you- had changed her. I thought right that she wouldn't and then, do that. Why is this woman even occupying one brain cell in my I, head? Because she's a hell of a marketer. She yes. is the she's the female Donald Trump, except for that. I, I mean, look, even Louis C.K. can't keep up with Kim Kardashian's marketing. No, you know? no. Are you kidding? Um, I bet you she sends out a perfectly, and I bet you her, her her website. Have you ever been to Kim Kardashian's website? No. She must have a website, right? Sure. Why not? Why not? I yeah. bet you it's a lot of, do you think it's bells and whistles or do you think it's super classy looking? <laughs> <laughs> I, it, but Maybe that's where she's keeping her class. Here's, okay. Here's a larger, a larger thing is, is we were kind of like, you know, at work, we were throwing around. Uh, I don't know how to get it. I, I have to like not even. Someone sent me a picture of a female comic who I don't particularly enjoy. You know, enjoy. All right. Um, a Whitney Brown. <laughs> no. No, that's not a woman comic. <laughs> no, that is a dead singer, one of America's greatest singers. I, the Whitney Brown oh. is what I really um, want. So, uh, and it's it's. Um, it's it was similar to Kim Kardashian's selfie. Okay, and oh. I, and and then it just reminded me there there's not a lot of them, but there are like a, some female comics where I feel like they're they're throwing everything at the wall. They're like, here's my act, here's my abs. What's right, right. going to make me famous? Oh, okay, yeah. yeah, and and um, that's oh, I I don't think that that's an illusion. I think you are correct, right? And yeah. I and it's I I I. I, I you know we're all performing we're all trying to do stuff but then it's and and also there's a way of like margaret cho does it but she's fucking revolutionary she's doing she's the stand-up yeah and second it it holds up and with her body and sexualizing but she's like owning it and and i feel like she's doing it in a way like fuck you this is the way i look right and you're gonna think it's hot Mm -hmm. you know and and part of it is her personality and then there's this other way of like, but it's not some twenty-three-year-old who is hot. 
yeah, doing it's, it. it's, is that or or hot according to like this hot is what guys comedy like. standards? Yeah, <laughs> hot by no 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 by oh. by seventeen year old boy standards. Oh, there you, you know go. what I mean. And it it's sort of yes. I always feel like, well, why are you doing comedy? How, I but then who am I to say ask right. why anyone's doing comedy? I mean, I it, well, because we I've have a podcast. Been very inarticulate because I'm trying to be very careful, right? Because you're trying to be nice about it, but you're also like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, and well, and it doesn't serve you in the long run. As you get older, it's right, not just going mock. to serve you because yeah. you get good at selling your looks. That's you know you and they will fade. What, but your and the energy you spend is yeah. what you become good at. So right. if you spend a lot of energy writing, you're going to become a really good writer. Yeah. And if you spend kind of your energy writing, but a lot of it working on your persona, you're gonna. That's what you're going to be. And if part yeah. of your persona is how you look, you know you. It's you're gonna go away, and then aspiring. you're left with the skill of I have the skill of being hot and beautiful, but I don't. I'm now I'm fifty, right? And it's a useless skill. Versus, if you have the skill of writing jokes, you're fifty. You're gonna be a real fucking good joke writer, right? Right. I mean, it's aspiring to be Kim Kardashian versus versus right. aspiring to be Maria Bamber. Malala. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, you 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 wanna. I mean, there's the, the younger comics. I mean, there's so much. It, this marketing thing with Louis C.K., there's mm-hmm. so much pressure to be on all these different things and to make sure that you're marketing and to make sure that your YouTube channel is constantly has contact. Yeah, if you want right. people to give to your Patreon and yeah, I, I've Patreon. The dork, What's that? Patreon. Well, the, everybody's like Dork Forest. You gotta you gotta get the Patreon. You gotta do what's Patreon? What do you mean? It's they're they're it's a it's a it's a monthly giving kind of thing. It's like Kickstarter, but um. But people give monthly, and then oh, you have it's to put contact. To do- okay, contact. Okay. It's a donation thing, okay. like PayPal or whatever. Okay. But Patreon is all hooked up to. It's like Kickstarter and and a donation button together. So because you constantly have to create contact on that content on that. I'm not doing Patreon for the Dork Forest. I'm mm-hmm. doing Bandcamp, and I'm doing PayPal where you, there's a donation button. And I don't even have a monthly thing set up where because if you want to donate to the Dork Forest, you have to want to. You have to, and if you're listening to the show every week, you are reminded because I say every yeah. week. I but I'm not going to set up. I hate a monthly giving thing where they just take ten bucks out of your or twenty bucks out of your your credit card every month. I don't even want an automatic withdrawal thing for my car payment right because i'm a comic and yeah. it could all fall apart at any minute <laughs> so 10 bucks a month what what if i don't have 10 bucks a month and so if you have 10 bucks a month give me it every month but patreon and i do have constant content do you get stuff do people donate frequently yeah, yeah people donate every month i have uh, people who listen to the show and then so every you know beginning of march someone goes here's ten dollars here's six dollars that's cool and it's fine but there's so much pressure to be part of all of these different things. And they're like, are you on SoundCloud in addition to being on Libsyn? And you're like, stop talking. Stop. Stop. I, I also want to do stand-up mm-hmm. comedy. Because I just want to – I want to do stand-up more than I want to do all the marketing part of it. But I right. don't have the money. I once asked Chris Hardwick what he thought about hiring a PR person. Yeah. And first of all, I didn't know how much a PR person was. Oh my God! Why aren't we PR people? <laughs> There's so because you 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 don't have to have any skills, <laughs> and you can charge ten thousand a month, right? And I 
and this was not long ago, so he had a bunch of, I think, shipmates money. It was uh, it was after oh, oh, yeah, yeah, singled yeah. out, right, right. but okay. before Nerdist. Mm-hmm. So it was shipmate money. Yeah, shipmates. you got to spend your shipmate money. You can't <laughs> yeah. hold on to that. Come on, man. And I said, what do you think about hire? I've been thinking about for the Dork Forest hiring. He had just started Nerdist, I think. And I said, hiring a PR person. And he just sighed exhaustedly. Yeah. And he said, you know, I've never left an office of a PR person thinking, well, that was $20,000 well spent. <sighs> And I was like, oh, 20 grand, no longer an issue, no longer uh, no yeah. longer something I have to think about. Yeah. So, I mean, but so I have sympathy for the new comics because they're, they're, but don't get sucked into it is what I think you're saying, right? No. Don't get sucked into That's showing your- That's not what your, I'm saying. Do, do stand up. Don't worry no, about it, your looks. Don't no, send selfies out that look like-, sh- like It's uh, that like obsession with, but it's that, it's that- um, I guess I was. Th- it was a because you want him to write, more right? specific thing. I mean, a more general thing of uh, uh, this is so hard to say without it's saying any. You know, I'm trying to be bland but say something like just it, say you it. Know, we'll if you're a comedian, yeah. you want to be liked, right? Yes. But you, oh, desperately. There, you know, and there's your boobs pa- party, are part of you. You want to, every part of you to be liked, but then you start to narrow your focus and I want to be funny and that's how you get to be liked. And then I, what I have seen, okay, I'm an old comic, I'm 50. I've seen this, a couple examples of this where the person is like, but, or I want you to think I'm hot too. And, right. I, and I see it in male comics. There's a couple totally. of really hot male comics oh, where yeah. you're like, your, your desire to be seen as sexy yes. is ruining you. It's right. ruining your career. Right. Because I totally agree. You can only be funny or sexy. I mean, you can't be both. Now people think funny people are sexy, but it's it's because you're they like through funny. A separate door. Yeah, you're coming exactly a separate portal. And I see, you know, the female comics I've seen that are trying to be both. Be both equally. Are 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 maddening. neither. Are maddening. Are neither. It's but true. But that doesn't stop them from doing very well. <laughs> You know, right? Same with the dudes, by the but, way. But it's same an, with sexy dudes who yes. who are funny. They're both mediocrely funny yes. and mediocrely sexy. Yeah, thank God. I'm thinking of several comics like that now that are male, and I'm like, okay, good. It's not a gender thing. It's not it's, just women. It, no, it's yeah. You and it's not just gay guys. Go th- and go through. It's everybody. I mean, and I don't feel like I'm talking to it's any- every 22 year old. <laughs> <laughs> But education said it. Ass hat. Ninety percent of the people that are listening are going to go through the funny door, and the ones that are they're not going to think while I'm talking about them, the ones that are doing both, they're just like, Oh, you must be talking about someone else. Do you think that? Yeah, they, yeah. 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 I don't, I don't know. So I'm not even, I right. don't know what I'm well, saying. The, the, the thing is, is we also live here in Los Angeles. Don't, <sighs> right. don't worry about it. Okay. Uh, we, we live here in Los Angeles where there is so much emphasis on looks, mm-hmm. like, which is why that joke that I'm trying to do about just put me in a fucking rock tumbler. Because I'm not ever going to be skinny, yeah, and I'm not ever going to be younger than I am, right? So uh, those two things. Yeah, are, in fact, this is the youngest you're ever going to be for it. the rest this of your life. This is it for, and this is TikTok, you guys. And that I'm, hurts and, when you when like that's a saying, but when you internalize that, you're like, oh fuck, right, right. And I've always looked some version of this. Yeah. So anybody who's ever wanted in on this has had to want in on this. Yeah. This is all that's been available, right. for thirty fucking years. So sad, too bad, and that's fine. So. Some people have wanted it on it, and I'm fine. But Los Angeles makes you – I think there's something in the air. You know, it's that whole thing about don't order don't order the fries. You don't like fries. And, you know, that thing, that's yeah. on the air. But also on the air is you got to be sexy as well as funny, especially if you start doing stand-up here in L.A. or in yeah. New York or wherever. And just – I would say 
unsolicited advice wise, and it's the worst thing in stand up comedy, unsolicited advice, mm-hmm. is just work on being funny. You know? Mm-hmm. And you can be aware of your looks, but try not to sell the sexy. Sell the funny. Here's right? Is that right? Totally right. But what's what sucks is the industry sometimes goes, well, we want sexy. Yes. And and you can, here's all right. I'll, again, I'll talk around things. <laughs> you can figure out how to get laughs. Mm-hmm. You can figure out how to get laughs. Oh, right. It's really the actually alone. easy to get laughs. Yeah. What's really hard is being funny and yeah. being unique and different and and having a, a voice that's your own. And that takes decades. Right. So getting so. Someone can get laughs and be hot and the industry will, you know, get really excited, you know? And there will be thousands and thousands of dollars for four to seven years. Yeah. But but (laughs) is that person, you know, and then you're rewarded for that. Now, getting getting funny, you have to be unfunny for a while to be funny. Right, because you have to try weird shit. Yeah. And... You know, again, I don't, I'm not trying to worry about rich people, but if you're already down that track, do you get to go left and go? I'm going to drop all this and be funny. You, you oh, know the what people I'm that have already made. Yeah, it? I don't know what I'm worried about. I'm just. I guess I was just depressed. I'm not even worried like a mother. I'm depressed <laughs> as a selfish comic. Like, you know, oh abs, right? Abs. <laughs> Abs over well, uh, fucking great hilarity. jokes. Well, sometimes this is what you know? I was told in '86. I was told by Vanda Michaels, Vanda Michalowski. Mm. Remember Vanda Michalowski? I barely knew her, but I—I I mean, I used yeah, to see Vanda her Michaels. name all around, yeah. but I didn't know her. Well, she she wrote the greatest advice ever, which was if you consistently make a room full of people laugh, there will always be work for you. Yeah, and that is true. It doesn't matter what you look like. Yeah, you know you can, you can get the gastric bypass. You can uh, pay somebody to make you work out. You can get plastic surgery. You can do all the, and you can take a picture of your left nipple and send it to any number of agents in the world. And there might be short term work for that, mm-hmm. but the real work comes if you if you can consistently make a room full of people laugh. And the kind of comic that you want to be. I think should entirely think about the the comics that you love. That's who I aspire to. I 100% agree. But if you're a person that consistently makes a room full of people laugh and you don't reach a certain level, you will be driven insane. I mean, we, I think we both oh, know yeah. female oh, comics that are, aren't working anymore. I don't, I mean, guys too that are. Are you talking about sh- shitty road comics who are just mad that uh, about are bitter about other people's success? No, I have oh, a person sure. specifically in my head who I'm not going to name no. because, but it's it's like that was that was a really funny person and she never she never got the TV credits she needed and got and mad. never got all that and pro- and kind of lost it, you know, and, and stopped writing and, st- and stopped being. No, no, no. Funny? I'm saying just like stopped comedy. Oh, you know, that's what I'm. I, I guess th- it's. I am confused. I am confused too. It's um, uh, it's depressing sometimes when what you see what's rewarded as st- oh in show business. Oh, we- <laughs> <laughs> it took me that Somebody. long to say that. Oh my god! I I think all if, my problems were have been crystallized in this attempt to say that show business is shallow. Oh my god! Oh my god! Somebody embroidered that on a pillow. Oh, quickly get some the different embroidery thread colors, but and then put a flower st- next to it. Sometimes it's depressing at what is rewarded in show business. 
when you're when you're yes. when you're good and you're killing and you're and you feel bulletproof and you're like something's got to happen something's good's got to happen because i'm fucking good at this right and then it doesn't you know madness ensues madness can ensue but that's where constant vigilance comes in mad eye moody mm-hmm. here's the thing you got to know to yourself you got to know out loud that just because you're bulletproof and you're really really good at what you do mm-hmm. you get what you fucking get Oh, God, that sounded angry. It is because sometimes you have to be some like literally I fight bitterness regularly. Me too. Regularly. Not and every day. I would say we both have pretty good lives. We have amazing lives. Yeah. Amazing and, careers. And we are, fight, we are fighting bitterness. Right. Yes. Right. So think about somebody who was really funny and is on the road and is like, mm-hmm. oh, I came up with Drew Carey. Yeah. That guy made it and I didn't make it. And yep. I'm all sad and mad about it. Like, How many comics had Judd Apatow as their feature act? Right. 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 And, then, <laughs> and then super. I mean, holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> right. And so you're like, so the thing is, is all... The the problem is is what you do with that bitterness. Right. If you take that bitterness and decide you're like, well, it doesn't matter. I'm just gonna write shitty jokes and keep working the road, or I'm not gonna. If as long as you keep writing and keep trying to grow inside as yeah. as a comic, yeah, that's all you can do. That's the only thing you have control over, right? The rest of it, because otherwise, because if if I'm gonna get mad, mm-hmm. if I'm gonna get mad about the new comics who aren't very funny but are very pretty getting a lot of stuff that I would like to get that's fine if it if I use it for motivation but right. the minute it steps over into they don't deserve that shut up shut up Cation yes. because it doesn't I'm just matter frustrated about how not being able to sell my special and it's not over yet but it's just like oh I'm like, I, mine's oh. over I can't sell mine and it's and and I think it's over so I'm just selling it on DVD right and so they're not, and the thing is, is you changed it. You were like, I'll do, I'll it's, do it's your not, weird freak show thing. No, 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 and, no. But I think it might actually be good. It hasn't been done. It's like, it's not it's done It's still yet. being edited. Oh, so and it's not over stuff. yet. But it's, it's like, but, I don't know. It, 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 I was talking to somebody else, another female comic friend of ours who, you know, spent 50 grand on her special. Yeah. And like, what the fuck are we supposed to spend that much money after 20 years in the shit. business and no one gives a shit because yeah. We didn't have a bit of viral, you know, like, yeah. oh, fuck. Yeah, it is. I, uh, I was, you know, when, when who can afford to do that? Well, no one, but I mean, it's what you, the only thing you could do is print it and sell it yourself and put it on. But people and don't buy shit. They do. But it's not, it's, it's, it's a slow, not 50 it's a, grand worth. It's slow play, man. It's slow play. You can't, you're not going to make, it's not Louis CK. He set that $5 price point, And I remember thinking, Hey, asshat. You have a hundred thousand. You have a hundred. Can we title this one "Hey Asshat"? Thank you. <laughs> it's, it's. So, um, like my my special. This will make an excellent Horcrux available on ComedyFilmNerds.com. You guys got it. Is ten dollars. Yeah, and it's ten dollars because it's a streaming. You it's but the hard copy. If you want a DVD on my website, JackieCation.com, it's twenty dollars. Do people order them? Yeah. People order them. I just got a, a, a royalty check from Comedy Film Nerds because people ordered the download. And so it's fine. And but there's I spent twenty grand. How 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 long projected how long do you think it'll take before you not even make a profit, break even on a comedy special? Right. Uh well, it's been out now for a year and a half. Right. And I've probably made two grand. 
So, I mean, maybe more. I don't know offhand. But the here's the thing. I didn't do it before the money. I, I know, but you're a professional and you deserve to... The money. When you put out <laughs> you a correct. great special, you deserve to be compensated for it. Yes. You know? Yes. And it was top five on, on Vulture.com. Fuck. People liked it. Right, even even a list liked it, so I was I am people like me, you guys. Sally, you're Field. great. You're great. You're you know? great, and you're special. And it, I can't wait to see your fucking thing. Now it's a mutual admiration society. Don't worry, Do you want to call it that? No. <laughs> <laughs> We're making Aww. Kyle Clark laugh, you guys. Let's talk about uh, here's uh, here. What was the other? Oh, I know. Let's if, as long as we're talking about depressing real stand up things, I opened for Bamford. Right. Which, by the way, if one more person says to me, do you ever headline? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. It actually hurts my heart when people ask me that. Oh I'm so sorry. God. But I love working with Maria Bamford because yes. I get to watch Maria Bamford do stand-up comedy. Yeah. And I and her audiences are amazing and right. so giving and so open to whatever weirdo fucking thing I want to talk about. Right. So I get out. We uh, It's Phoenix. Yeah. And I did not like my set. I did not like my set. Uh, what I thought, kind of a venue are you working in Phoenix? Uh, a 450 in a mall stand-up live. Um, Ooh. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Ooh, I haven't oh, worked that room. Well, I guess proofs won't. Because <laughs> it's it's next to a bowling alley in a mall. I, I like it when you can be at the where you won't work a room versus right. you can't. Right. It's the same It's the same ending as you're not working there, but one right. is taking it's a, a decision. It's a weird looking yeah, room. And, yeah. the, and the, the staff was incredibly nice, of, of course. And everybody was, and the crowd was okay. Yeah. They were nice. It, it, the, the weird vibe about the room was that it was too well lit. I literally said on stage when I got on, I was like, is this how the room's going to be lit? <laughs> I should have done a sound check. I should have done a. a, a and who who thinks you need to do a sound check in a, something that exists as a comedy club? Shouldn't they have that week. shit together? Right. Well, and then and then I actually said out loud, "Does Todd Glass not work this room? Because why is there this lighting? Why is there this? This shouldn't be the lighting." And because Todd Glass always fixes yeah. lighting, and and they did they, the 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 lighting guy just hit all the lights except for the crowd. By the way, the crowd was lit, and then I was in the dark on stage. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, and it was funny. It was very funny because yeah. it was he was screwing around. I was like, yeah. it's fine. It seems this is how I should be lit to look beautiful, <laughs> and uh, I'm very romantic. <laughs> all of us in this lighting, and uh, and then I just stood there in silence until he fixed the lighting, and then so I started out as a jerk on stage, and so I didn't like my set, and so I thought the audience was a little stuffy. They were not. They were fine, and so but I have you ever spent? You know how you've spent your entire set being kind of vaguely mad. Yeah, I, I would and, say I'd spent this entire podcast being vaguely mad. <laughs> well, then, but af, but afterwards, we're going to get so many emails and ats uh, on Twitter saying, this was the best episode. <laughs> I got so many people coming up to me afterwards going, that was such a great show. Thank you so much. So funny. So smart. Right. And then, uh, and Maria's opening her set these days with this amazing analogy about how her parents took her to see War Horse. Yeah. And she saw it because she liked Steven Spielberg. Remember E.T.? Anyway, uh, so she saw War Horse, and as far as she's concerned, War Horse is a 14-hour documentary about how you torture horses uh, through barbed wire. <laughs> and she's, and then she pauses, and she looks at the audience, and she goes, this may be your War Horse. You might have been brought here against your will. <laughs> and I'm just saying, uh, do whatever funny. you need to do. Take yourself out to the bar. March like Martin Luther King. Get, <laughs> take your freedom. Anyway, so, um, but the, but so, some. <laughs> 
you know, like everybody enjoyed my set. I had a perfectly good set. Yeah. But because things, you were irritated. You I did, was irritated. You didn't enjoy your set. I didn't. I was I felt bad yeah. that I didn't destroy. Right. You know, because I'm only doing 30 minutes. Yeah. I should be able to appear genius like with 30 minutes in if front you, of a Maria Bamford audience. If you write another 15, maybe you can headline. Maybe one day. <laughs> maybe one day I'll be able to close the show. <laughs> Holy shit. I was so mad. It's but, you know, it's you know, when you do really well and then. And then you then you do just okay. Yeah. And you're like, oh, clearly I'm not being carried off stage by a standing ovation. So sad. Mm. Do you do Bullshit. you do you ever uh, feel jealous of Maria? Of oh, you know what? I do feel jealous of Maria. Sometimes what it is is I guess it's jealousy. What because like that sort of thing. Do you ever headline? Yeah. Like when I go on the road, you with want her, the same, at least know who I am. You don't I'm, have to, I don't have to I'm be headlining being, this one, but at least fucking know. Sometimes I, and it's got to be jealousy where I'm being treated as a feature. Yeah. Uh. Turns out I'm featuring. So, hey, grow the fuck up uh, yeah. is what I want to say to myself. And, right. and that's, that's like one of these situations where you have to remind yourself that your life is freaking yeah. amazing. Right, right, right. Calm yourself. Yeah. But it, is practice. I have to practice reminding myself those things. It's yeah. an ongoing process. Yeah. I am Khalil Gibran. Allow me to say out <laughs> loud what Deepak Chopra has told each and every one of you. It's a beautiful world. Anyway, so, but it is, it's, it, it, it's, I, it's not every, I'm not great. I'm not perfect. Right. I'm, I'm screwed. So did, we didn't pick any women to be the plug of the week this week. Oh, but I, but I, I have three from Toronto. Okay. Let's do wait, it. Wait, wait. Let's let's you wanna, do one. You you got one? Wait, hold on. On our list? Yeah, yeah. We got we, the second page. Uh, wait a second. You might have to clean this up. Okay. How about? How about? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, she did. She just did the Conan last year, right? Yeah, Z- Jenny Zagrino. Jenny Zagrino. Yeah, hilarious. Super funny. Really funny. Really and interesting. This is how Z I G R I N O. Okay, this is how dumb I am. I uh, so I. Uh, I saw her Conan set. I remember yeah. thinking it was funny. And then, of course, as all things in my brain, it goes away. Of course. So I, I'm working with her at a in a bar. And uh, she went up in front of me. And I was like, wow, that's she's really funny. <laughs> she should do Conan. Like, and I, <laughs> right. I have no power. But I, I would definitely, if I think, I'll say, you know. You in, think in good ca- thoughts. In case you're like me and you're like, I'm not good enough. and uh, And you need someone to say, you should do this. Yeah. You know, that's what I'll do. So I, I when I'm, you know, I thought maybe she, she doesn't realize she's how good she is. Oh yeah, <laughs> I told you, I'm like that shit is so funny. You should do Conan. And, and she's she like, said, I did it, and I did oh, that shit on Conan. That was that was some of the material I did on <laughs> no, Conan. But you're asshole. right. But yeah, <laughs> so you felt like an asshole. Yeah, but you were correct. She was very funny. Yeah, and. uh that's the thing. You rediscover people every day, you guys. <laughs> Jenny Zagrino, get out there. Watch the stand-up comedy of it, Jenny Zagrino. Yeah. That's hilarious. And now, sadly, Jenny, we have to cross you out. <laughs> right now, you have been crossed what out of the ongoing list. list. Yeah. It's, uh... Um, yeah. Yeah. So, this, uh... Oh, shit, I forgot what I'm... What are you What are you doing this week? I, there was... Oh, I'm going to Kirkland this week. I'm going to Seattle. We are... Doing oh. Kirkland Laughs. Oh, yeah. Who's, um, is that, uh, that's, oh, so I've worked, that's Angela and Dave. I don't, uh, I haven't worked that room. That's outside of Seattle. That's yeah. You do that crazy downtown room where they put you up. They won't let ho- you do both. Youth hostel. I'm sure they'll let you. What do you mean they'll let you? You're Lori Kilmartin. <laughs> I'm from the eighties. Yeah. Are you allowed to work both? 
Yeah. Uh, I do. I, I not only do. I don't do any of the weird. I don't do that well, weird John, basement. It's not the, the underground. First of all, it's a historic club. All right. Right. Now, Who it cares? May, yeah. you will, do you like the idea that it's a historic club? I don't. I, I, it's like one of the first clubs I ever worked. Oh, there you go. Okay. okay. And now it wasn't a different part of the that area the before Parthenon? the underground. I saw Bill like... Hicks there, man. Okay. Well, and that's amazing. You, you descend How, what, down. How do you do? He's he's really good. Was he? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you descend. He should do Conan. Uh, <laughs> you descend down steps, you know, and yeah. you uh, love a basement. I do love yes, a basement. Yes, and it's old brick and it's old underground Seattle brick. There's nothing not like to love about it. Cows. You know, it's not at its peak as it was. Sadly, you know, right? Some some you know. Oh, maybe we should talk about this too. A side thing as. Uh, is the comedy boom is the, is it peaking? I've read a few articles. I <laughs> where I'm like, you've read some really? articles yeah, that say that we're articles. peaking. Yeah, yeah. But so uh, you know what comes after the peak, the decline. Yeah. Oh, the decline yeah. of comedy. Yeah. Yeah. So I've never but, done. But it's the a great room, and um, I've sent my. I've I've I've, I've tried to contact them. They've never been really? interested. I'll yeah. put in a word for you. That's all right. Okay. <laughs> I already do like I do Kirkland and I do Tacoma. You're good. That's it's enough a, flights up to the northwest every yeah, year. Yeah, I mean I could do the underground. Does it does it pay fair? Is it is it good? Pay? Yeah, yeah. Does it pay money? It, I don't it probably doesn't pay as good as laughs. Okay. There you go. Yeah. So but I don't I because the thing is is there should yeah. be an amazing comedy club in Seattle. Yeah, because it's like you said, it's historically it's an amazing comedy town. Mm -hmm. But why do why do people have to go out of town? Why do you got to go to Tacoma or Kirkland? Well, Kirkland's just a suburb of it's like going to, you know, Van Nuys. Yeah, yeah, it's like going to a suburb. But I mean, it's it's um, and is it just a weekend room? And 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 it's like a Thursday, Friday, Saturday. And they got to. Oh, okay, that's fine. Yeah. And then it's a hotel. He'll do his, uh, you know, he'll uh, price line a hotel. The the day of the gig, you don't really know. I, I, I really want to be your PA. I want to be Lori Kilmartin's personal appearance uh, person. Jackie at JackieCation.com. Sometimes they work gigs for sentimental purposes, for sentimental reasons. Yes. Okay. I, and I have done that myself. I did a weird Indian casino for Tom Hansen last summer. That is unnecessary. That's it, See, you yeah. would think that that was unnecessary. I think that this is unnecessary to do a <laughs> shitty, but weird the, but weekend the other thing, at a Priceline hotel. It's not shitty. And, um, you know, I'm not in a position where I, I know my week's off, not, not too far in advance. So I, that's when I say, hey, I have this open. Mm-hmm. And somebody that doesn't pay a lot often has the week's <laughs> open that I need because no one wants to work. Right. And you have a money. job, so you don't have to make. Uh, well, let's not put that out there. Oh, Jesus. Okay. That I don't have to make a lot of money okay. at a stand-up gig. <laughs> I want you to make all the money. Thank you. I Me want too. you to make I still five have a grand a week. Pe- special to pay for. Right. You know? Right. I want, and what I want you to do is I want you to make, and I, and I think that that guy is taking advantage of you. That's what fucking pisses me off. Because mm. I think you could make a real amount of money. Mm. And, uh, but Tom Hansen, yeah. why did he take that money? Why did he take most of the money? Why did I work that gig? Because for sentimental reasons. Right. So I get it. Okay. I get it. I do the same shit. Yeah. And then I, for some reason, I see injustice in you, <laughs> but I don't see it in myself. Ah, same here. Yeah, <laughs> so I see. I you see. see what I'm talking about, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. So, but uh, I, 
How, okay, if if comedy, if the boom oh, is right, dying, the boom. okay, if the boom, if the boom is ending, so what's that? <laughs> right. So because there have been so many more improvs built, and they're gigantic rooms, they're and all four fifty five hundred people. Yeah, it's too big. It's not too How? big if if you're doing a theater. It's too big if it's a weekend room. You got to fill it five times. Like I think yeah. the the in Denver, the second comedy works is also like that too, where it's four hundred people, where it's too big. In my opinion, like yeah, a house uh, of it, comedy, four hundred people. I don't know. I it's Cobb's I, is a gigantic room. Cobb's four fifty five hundred. Big. You also but Live have Nation to, is booking that. You spend a lot of energy managing the crowd. Yeah, you got to hit the back of the wall and yeah. wait for the wait for and the that, laugh. That takes away from the delicate embroidery you would do in a smaller room. Yes, right. Yes, the little tiny you know, flowers. Maria's you're creating. doing this thing where she tweets at people. Yeah, and she's like, "Hey, do you want to hear my hour?" And she meets them in a coffee shop in Eagle Rock <laughs> and does her hour at some stranger from Twitter. No. Yeah. Yeah. She's got to work on the hour. She's And sitting... she buys them coffee and a, and, a, and a scone. Oh, my God. It's the funniest, greatest thing Is in the world. Is this being recorded? No. No, but I think that's probably got, that should be her next special, don't you think? She did it for her parents in her living room. I say go to a coffee shop with a stranger from Twitter. And she's like, oh, yeah, I would do that. How about half of it is is that, and then like workshopping a joke, and the other is Madison Square Garden. Thank you. Exactly. Really? Oh, exactly. Shit, that's hilarious. Yes. Yeah. You go from one audience member to ten thousand or whatever. <sighs> that would actually be really cool. Yeah, I'll tell her about that. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I I, I like you know I I do like I mean the I've been in that room that underground room it's beautiful I mean mm-hmm. as far as like it's got the good dank. It's got the good, creepy, awesome yes. 120 good people dank. staring at you, and you get to tell them your personal stories. Yeah. That's what I want to do in stand-up comedy. So, so you're like, going to Kirkland this weekend. So I'm going to Kirkland, which is just a normal – it's two, probably 180, yeah. 200, but it's perfect. Yeah. It's just normal-sized. And then um, – but the weird thing is, is I do – I do think – you know, what they said about the boom is that there's too many comics – uh, or there's too many rooms, so they're booking comics who can't do the time. Yeah, that's when yeah. the boom ended. Vine stars. That's yeah, Vine stars is uh, that. That's when the boom ended. Is right. when all you have is YouTube followers right. and you don't have 45 minutes. Right. I don't know if that's happening. I don't think that's happening. I don't, I don't know either. I read like Sean McCarthy from the Comics Comic had okay. a kind of an article about, it, and he was quoting. Tim Goodman, who's a reviewer for The Hollywood Reporter. Okay, so it's a it's a parade of quotes on the boom it's might telephone. be over, you guys. <laughs> it's telephone. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Mm. So fair enough. I don't know. I feel like because I'm tethered here, you know, and I'm yeah. I I feel out of those conversations. You know, boom conversations. I'll have that conversation with you. Yeah, let's do it. Let's let's talk more about the boom. Uh, it's a safe space. I'm going to. New York. Oh, are you? Um, for like four days. We have like a Friday next Friday, yeah, which is off. for us March eighteenth. We have off, so I'm flying out on Thursday night and then coming back on Sunday. Oh, so you'll do a bunch do, of sets again? Do a couple sets, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's um, it's a you know, I need I I have to do this for other reasons to yeah. go to New York frequently, and it's a hard flight. It's it's uh, nine thirty at night, and you do the red eye. Yeah, it's hard. I can't sleep on the red eye, and um, traveling is so uncomfortable. Yeah. Can you get business or first class or, I mean, it's such a Jet fortune. Blue is like 900. Mint is 900. You yeah. know, it's not, 
Yeah. It's twice as much as it ought to be. Three times or as much as, times. As, as you can get. Yeah, yeah. So, um, no, you know. So, no. <laughs> yeah, so, no, you're sitting <laughs> so upright like, for I'm six hours. So, I'm super uncomfortable. Yeah. And I figured out, at first I thought, well, let, I, I took used to a be bunch, able to sleep. I know. I took a bunch of windows. Like, I ordered, you know, I, I got some flights and they were windows. And I'm like, I'll just fall asleep. And then I didn't. And then I was stuck, yeah. you know, in this aisle. So, now I'm. I'm doing my doing aisles, so at least I can stick my leg out partially. Okay, until uh, and trip people. Right, <laughs> but it's so uncomfortable, and um, I can't. You know, I so I'm I'm just staying up the whole time, and I get into Manhattan around six a.m. and that, go out to my apartment, and then I and then, then I sleep a dead day. for like eight yeah. hours. It's a dead day, and I wake up, and it's like seven o'clock at night, and I'm ready to do spots. Then you can do spots, but whatever. And then. And Get then it. I sl- do you do that thing in New York where you go out after after sets? That's my favorite thing in New York is to go out to a diner at like like twelve thirty one in the morning. There's not a lot of diners in New York anymore. Boo! They've turned. It's a lot of them have closed, and they've kind of it's it's all niche little restaurants and stuff. There's not Are as many diners. Yeah. Uh, no, a lot. Of- we had to travel. I think the last time I did, I did it with Joe Zimmerman and a bunch of uh, local guys. Yeah. And we had to we had to we had to walk. We had to look. Usually, diner. yeah. Usually, you just hang out at the club. Like the stand has great food. So yeah, the stand is pretty stand. good. If yeah, you're at the cellar. The cellar is great food. I mean, that's oh, where all the it? comics are hanging out. Okay. Yeah, the upstairs, the Olive Garden. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Is it an, called the Olive Garden? Yeah. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. Is it a not an Olive Garden? Is it? It's not oh, the chain, the Olive Garden. No, 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 no. Oh, maybe yeah. it's not. Co- oh, it's I the Olive it's Tree. Oh the my olive God. Tree. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> Do you go up at the cellar? I used to. Here's the like. It's okay. a row, right? The last. It's a, it's a chore to get up. No, the last. No? Oh, well, hold on. Um, the last time I worked the cellar, I was pregnant. I was like nine, about eight months pregnant, okay. and I had, I think I had like a twelve thirty spot on a Tuesday. Oof. And I was like, oh, she doesn't like me anymore. I'm being <laughs> phased out, you know, because I was getting less, fewer and fewer spots, and then. I don't know that one. It's so. Did you stop sending your avails? Then yeah. Well, then I had a baby, right? Because <laughs> he was uh, he was about to come out, and yeah, then yeah. and then. Um, so I you think, have. I think when was the last time you asked. That week. That was the last time you asked yeah. to go up. Yeah. Yeah, you got to ask. I I want to live vicariously through you. I want you to be a seller comic. I don't and know. I live Here's the thing. So then, so I'm so I felt like, well, that's how she phases people out. Is she slowly? <laughs> no, it is. It really is. Possibly, so I'm like, oh, yeah. I was being phased out. Okay. Yeah. I, and then I I didn't want to be angry. I was like, I got to work the seller yeah. during an amazing time. Yeah. You know, I I when I was writing for Tough Crowd, yeah. I was hosting at the seller, so I would be there from like you know eight till two in the morning. Oh, you know, wow. and and Artie uh, Artie Fuqua was frequently last, and he would always blow the light, and I'd be like laying on a bench going, "Please fucking wrap, <laughs> please," because I had to wake up and go to Tough Crowd tomorrow morning. Right. You know, but but at the same time, I loved it. Yeah, I'm like yeah, every sounds... part, every comedy piece of comedy meat is being picked off this bone. Yeah. You know, yeah. So it it's was a horrible. It image, was awesome. <laughs> but I get it. I'm it with was you. awesome and. <laughs> Well, Patrice wasn't, I think he wasn't working the cellar at that time, but it was all, it was Geraldo and Norton and Keith, Keith Robinson and Richard. It was like everybody, mm-hmm. you know, was there then. Louis, and so, and so no, or? he was in LA at that time, Okay, but it was like really magical and, and Colin, you know, mm-hmm. and I, and I was so thrilled to be part of it. And mm-hmm. then I, I was like, oh, that magical time's ending, you know, right. when I was pregnant and cause I felt like a lot of things were ending when I was pregnant. I felt like the business was like. Oh, bye bye. 
You had a baby. Adios. Right. You're not one of us anymore. And then you regrouped. You got to regroup. regroup. I did regroup. But so so that ends. And Women, I, don't 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 let don't let the baby <laughs> get you out of your career. No, regroup. It, it felt like that was happening. Right. I mean, my agent dropped me at CAA. Right. right. <laughs> Fuck. You know. Yeah. Um. Dropped me like I dropped a baby. Mm-hmm. Okay. So. Uh, <laughs> So anyway, so then I stopped working the seller and then I, and then because I didn't want to cry, I stopped asking, you know, that's, I I probably take myself out of a lot of things because I can't control how upset I'll be. People take themselves out of it. And and I don't have, I have no idea why I keep asking. And it's probably because I was taught to cold call at a very young age. Oh my God. And so I don't, when you say no to me. All I hear is, okay, not today. See, you railed earlier against Donald Trump, mm-hmm. but you have a little bit of Trump in you. I mean, I, that's why I hate him is because I know the kind of salesman that he is. He's the guy who's going to sell you a mediocre steak. He's the <laughs> yeah, guy yeah, yeah. who's going to carpet the entire nation with that stuff in casinos. He's going to hide all the fucking clocks and we're not going to be able to get out of this country. Mm-hmm. He's out of his goddamn mind. And okay. All right. I'm sorry. I activated Trump. Yeah, you, I activated oh, yeah. the Trump in her. <laughs> I meant as a little offhand comment. And <laughs> he's Bob Stimmick. Bob Stimmick is a guy that my dad was a friend of my dad's and such a dirtbag. Yeah. He talked. Bob Stimmick talked his ex-wife into remarrying him on her deathbed. For money? Yep. Does he book a club now? Bob Stimmick is uh, blessedly dead. (laughs) Bob Stimmick died last year. Whenever my dad would tell me a Bob Stimmick story, I would always say, this is where this line came, as I always say, Dad, Bob Stimmick's not the hero of that story. (laughs) Bob Stimmick is a horror. And and my dad would be like, this is a funny guy. It's a funny guy. Don't you think it's a funny guy? And I was like, no, no, I think he's a goddamn nightmare, Dad. Never trust a guy whose name sounds like stomach but isn't. <laughs> um, okay. So, okay, so anyway. the seller. So yeah. then, okay, so then. So, but I've always then, wanted to work the seller, but I don't even know who to ask. Then I moved to L- L.A., right? Okay. Start my life over again. Mm-hmm. Now I'm not working a comedy store. <laughs> now I have the same feeling of like if I ask and he says no, I'll fucking stab somebody. So I haven't asked, okay? Okay. So, uh, but that I go back to New York. But and, you could work the comedy uh Comeback or comedy feedback with Tommy, that guy who used to book <laughs> the feedback. The comedy Feed- feedback. Does he call? He should call it the feedback. That's what it's called. Is it comedy feedback? Oh, that's right. Yeah. The I do remember the guy. I forget the name. Okay, so um, I like comedy comeback. So a, <laughs> a couple trips to New York ago, I yeah. was I was working at another club in the village. Like, oh, okay. First of all, the cellar because of Louis, it's almost become. It's like. 9-11, it's like uh, <laughs> the Empire State Building. You have to go to the cellar. It's a thing a tourist oh, have to do now right, is right. they have to go to the comedy cellar. Okay. So they have like, they have four, sh- three or four shows a night. Every single one is sold out. And wow. so before, like when I was working it, it was like, you know. They the opened tues- up another one around the corner. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's nonstop. The Tuesday, like 1230 spot, you're, you know, one that'd reason a, I was like, a- it's not a great spot. Yeah. You know, now it's that's a fucking awesome spot. Yeah. It's a it's a crowd that's crazy and excited. Oh, right? that's cool. So, um, so you were in the village. So I was in the village, and I and I, you know, I go, let me. I'll just pop in, you know. Yeah, the, see the if there's anybody in the garden. See if anyone's at the garden. <laughs> I'll go to the olive tree, and so I walk in. And, you know, and I'm, I'm thinking, am I going to be thrown out, you know, or there are, or, or even worse, who are you? Right. If you're not going to be recognized. Yeah. That's actually what I was afraid of. And mm-hmm. I, and that I would have to say I'm a comic and I used to work here. Yeah. So I walk in 
and Estes, who is the one who books it, goes, I hear, Laurie! And it was Estee. And she comes up and she gives me a big hug. She's the booker? Yeah. Okay. And then I was like, wow, is this happening? I'm melting. Like, I, I was <laughs> so awesome. happy. And um, just That's to be so remembered, great. you know? Yeah. And then we walk over to the table, which is the table. You can only sit at the table if you're past, you know? Okay. It's a really, it's a, like, this sounds ridiculous, but it was a big deal it's very because clicky there's it's super tab- clicky there's tables sounding. around the tables where when you want to be passed you can sit at the tables around the table okay so it's a and it's then a, it's but a, it's a process it's a process i don't think it's as strict now but when i was when i was unpassed but i was dying for it and <laughs> i would you know i would stand near the table i would stand behind the past <laughs> comics and contribute to the conversation right or i would sit at the table that's near the past you'd riff, table you'd riff from afar i was in yes yeah yeah, yeah i toss in yeah and then and anybody, then anyway anybody hear that anyway, and then go. i got passed yep and you got to sit at the table and i got to sit at the table and right it was fucking life-changing you know yeah. just that scoot over yep over a couple chairs. Congratulations. You're there. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And um, so I, so Estee's like, sit. So I sit at the table with mm-hmm. Estee. And it was just everyone, you know, who was, I knew who was I, there. I don't remember, but, but it was everybody. all comics. That you yeah. Know? Yeah. It was all okay. comics I knew. And, you know, it was just fun. But is the, ta- so I've heard about this table, but the table is in the olive tree. It's not it's in, in the, the olive tree. It's yeah. Not yeah. The- it's right near the stairs. The table's in the very back corner and the left are the stairs you use to go downstairs to your set. So like the oh, MC will come up and go, you're up in 10 or you're, you, you can kind of keep track of your time okay. and stuff. But, um, is the list over there too? They the list, list is at the table. Nice. Nice. You know, uh huh. Yeah. And so you, you know, you walk up, you see, you check, you're like, mm, I'm on a show with this, you know, yep. like I should have taken pictures of the, the sets, the list I was on. You so, know? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well. Oh, well. Um, Cause you, I know, do that you never think it's going to end. Yeah. You don't think it'll end ever. You well, always think you'll always be past a certain club. And... But don't you think now that you could submit and you could go up? I don't know. I mean, I think you could. I don't I think know. You should. And I, I want to hear about it. Oh. I want to hear about it next week. Please do it. I don't even know. Like, it's, I think it's by email now, you know, yeah. and not by, so well, I'd have to ask someone for an email. It turns out you know someone. <laughs> you know several people that you could ask, it turns out. Yeah, part, but, you, but part of me is like, oh, don't be greedy. Just accept that she gave you a big hug and she remembered you. But don't you want to do a set? Yes. So go do a set. I mean, it's just a set. It's, but I, I'm not, you know, I'm not one of like, I, it's this sort of languishing ambition. You have you've you've so much you you work so fucking hard. Right. This sort of backing off from from things. I would be like, why wouldn't you want to? Because I'm my whole life. Well, you need to. I would like mm, Grammacation over here would like you uh, to, to, <laughs> to act on your ambition because I think you're the best, and I think you should go up everywhere, and I think. You love it. Like when you were talking about it, mm-hmm. you love it so much. Mm-hmm. How great would it be just to hang out? Because those are the fun people. I mean, and you go to the stand and you hang out with those people anyway. Yeah. But it's uh, it would be another place to go up. I know. I know. So it'd be fun. Uh, here's my uh, show at the, the cellar. I've only done the one around the corner, the not cool one. They're all cool. But they're all cool. In my opinion, because right. I get to do stand-up comedy, which is the thing I want to fucking do. Right. Anyway, in New York City, in that's, New York City, which is the greatest the place pinnacle. in the world. So yeah, uh, I'm doing a set list. Uh, oh, Troy Conrad. Okay. Yeah. Troy Conrad. Paul Provenza set list at the other 
one. Wow. So I've never been to the cellar. I don't know where it is. I find it. I go to the one and I walk into the olive uh, tree. tree and uh, there's a door guy there and it's it's six o'clock at night or 530 at night. And yeah. the show's not till eight. But I, I didn't know where it was. And I'm always two hours early for fucking everything. Mm-hmm. So I show up and I say to the door guy, I was like, hey, so I'm on the eight o'clock show, but I don't I need to hang out for a little bit. And he looks at me, and goes, you're on the eight o'clock show. <laughs> That's, and I that's said, what I was afraid would happen to me. That's why I'm telling this story because that's exactly. And I said, yes. And he goes, who are you? He actually oh, said, who are you? Ow, and he oh. goes, what's your name? And I said, calm down. Because I don't want to be treated like that. Right. And I said, I'm a comic. Uh, I live in Los Angeles. I'm supposedly on a show at eight o'clock. If you say that I am not, that's fine. But... Uh, <laughs> I do stand-up comedy, and supposedly I'm on a show at the... This is the Comedy Cellar. And he goes, yeah, what's your name? And I said, Jackie Cation. And he said, I've never heard of you. You are not on the list. And I said, okay. Then uh, maybe... You know how, like, when you check into a hotel that you're not under your name? Sometimes (laughs) it's just under the club? You're under under Troy Conrad's name. Right. (laughs) So I said, well, the name of the show I'm doing is Set List. It's 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 a themed show. So maybe that's weird. And he goes, oh, you're not here. You're not going up here. You're around the corner at the other one. And I was like, okay. In other news, it's still two hours before the club. Is there a coffee shop that I can hang out before it? And he goes, well, you can hang out here if you want. They have food. And I was like, okay, well, it's been great (laughs) bonding with you. And so I went and I and I sat not at the. I was wondering where that table was because you Very know you back. always want to see where that you walk in the bars to the left and then the bar curves and yep. then the table is at the very very back okay because what it's i got did, a little tent that says first you know comedy seller community oh, that's neat. Or something. Yeah. uh what I did was I went up the stairs into the olive tree yeah and I sat uh right by the window okay uh, yeah, I yeah, did, yeah. and I just had dinner like yeah. a person great anyway, great food right and it, the food was really good yeah and then and then uh I walked around the corner but it was actually two corners yeah because uh, it's New York and everything's yeah. packed on top of each other and then I did my set at the other one which was packed as well yeah and it was wonderful yeah and the, the staff there was great it's and magical the, and the doorman was not a dick and it was awesome and but it's always so funny when the doorman is like I I, I didn't I didn't think I was being cocky yeah right I was just being hey <laughs> well and that guy lost his and it's, but he, I think he has to deal with so many tourists exactly. so many times and so many comics that are like have expectations that maybe. are you know like you should be treated like a headliner because you're a headliner and then there's like open micers that are like welcome I'm not fucking working you know mm-hmm. and might be coming at him with that attitude right he must deal with that and there's attitude a reason I'm doing regular. a guy voice <laughs> <laughs> but there's you know? right I, yeah I think there are so many I mean he has to deal with so many freaking right. comics coming up to right. him so many freaking times that he that that he's just like the knee jerk reaction is stop telling me that you yeah. belong here. Yeah. Right. Like, yes. <laughs> yeah. And I want to, I want to, yeah, exactly. But right, I always, right. but what, what, what I have learned is also, you know, like when, like in Toronto, when I was there a couple of weeks ago, uh, I, there was so much, there were so many comics and they were like, it was flattering how well they did know me that I'm, cause I think of myself as a very well-kept secret. In business. <laughs> and uh, so when they, the fact that they knew me right. and they're like, well, you know, I do stand up. And I was like, so then we're peers. Yeah. 
I mean, because everyone who does stand up, we are peers. You have I'm, that thing in common. We have that thing in common. You can talk about doing stand up with me. I might judge any sort of sweeping statements you make, but I yeah. make sweeping statements. You might judge them. Yeah. Fuck, you know. Yeah. It's just com- it's comedy. The yeah. thing we all love. Right. The thing we all want to do. Mm-hmm. So, yay. I want to. I'm not. I'm not due to go to New York until July. Oh, I did pick up a weekend in Vermont, the Burlingham Comedy Club, or the Vermont Bur- Comedy Club. Burlington, Burlington, Burlingham. No, not Burlingham. <laughs> I've never <laughs> Burlington, Bingingham, and Burlington, but Birmingham. Maybe what did you say? Hamington. I'm going to Hamington, Vermont. You're going to Vermont. I'm going to Vermont, which is the size of this table. Mm-hmm. And uh, people should come and see. I don't know. It's in May somewhere. But I just picked it up. Burlington. It's Bernie uh, Sanders used to be the mayor of Burlington. Oh, really? Yeah. That outsider guy who's running for president? That, oh, shit. That, I forgot. That no, he's, wait, yes. He's an outlier. He's <laughs> he's a he's a brand new guy in the show business, 70-year-old Bernie Sanders, yeah. who's never taken a bad uh, check from uh, from a uh, from a lobbyist. <laughs> that guy's a that uh, Jesus. He's running. I remember him. I'm picking up on some. <laughs> I like Bernie Sanders. I, I like also enjoy Hillary Clinton. Hillary, I, I she's okay, making I, mistakes. I hate to I hate to quote a tweet, but I quote a tweet. <laughs> I think I Welcome to the Jackie said. and Lori show where we quote a tweet corner. Our own tweets. It's yes. the worst. Oh, whatever. <laughs> you, Nobody's you know, reading your tweets. It's so annoying when someone goes, as I say in the book. <laughs> well, as I said on Twitter. What did you say on well, Twitter? Well, she in, the, in what a recent debate said, I'm not a natural politician like my husband or oh. President Obama. And I said, she's a comedy writer who's being forced to do stand-up. <laughs> You know, but I do. I, I miss that tweet. That's a great tweet. I feel for her. And then she makes these boneheaded, that whole AIDS Nancy Reagan thing. Yeah. Oh, like, I I barely remember that time. But even I remember that that Nancy Reagan did not open the conversation. <laughs> about AIDS. Oh, oh, my God. Is, oh, is that because I saw some people uh, getting all mad at her. Oh, about you stuff. should dance Savage's column. Like when you, you know, oh, I bet. like I was a young girl, so I yeah. probably didn't have any gay friends right. or very few. My sister's gay. And so most of her friends died. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, when you, when, and she probably has the same anger as Savage. When you, she just like count the friends on both hands on both hands that, that died. died from that. And she was, I mean, literally, yeah. she was like, I'm going to another that funeral. Time. Fuck. And I'm like, how old is your sister older than you? Two years older than I am. Wow. Yeah. So that's a, that, so that's a very young time in our life to be losing all these people too. Yeah. And they were all in their like late twenties and early thirties that were dying from AIDS. And so, yeah. Well, anyway, so she, she 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 said she's that a Nancy very Reagan imperfect. opened up the conversation about AIDS or yes. HIV. And and Nancy again, Reagan. by the time this comes out, this will have been talked to death on cable news. Yeah. That's what I that's what I fear when we veer into politics. Oh right, you know that we're gonna people will be like, oh, but this is the one place where you don't want to hear it. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Right. I don't know. Who knows? But we we did promise at the first episode that we would talk about everything. That's true. So, but my favorite thing is when, when Nancy Reagan died, because she's 94. Yeah. When I, whenever anyone that old dies, I always say out loud, not a career cut tragically short. <laughs> That's what I always think. I told and- my mom, don't even think about it. Living to 94. <laughs> don't even fucking think about it. She's 78. No (laughs) way. And then my, well, another 15 years. Anyway, so or whatever. But math. Anyway, so, um, (laughs) but 
I said, not a career cut tragically short. And then I work across – Andy and I have our – we're set up like a cubicle almost in our living room because his computer is facing mine. Mm-hmm. And he goes, except by marriage – Nancy Reagan's career was cut tragically short by marriage because she married that guy. True. I wouldn't say tragically. And then, well, because she was a great actress, people said. Was she? People said. I said that. No, I've never never seen her in anything. And I've only seen clips of his stuff. It was a career cut mercifully short (laughs) by marriage. You've never seen her acting either? I've seen it. It's It's just okay. So it was not it's cut tragically. Pretty shorts? girl in front of a camera, you know, oh, okay. Louis B. Me- uh, yeah, yeah. No, no, okay. no. She, okay. She's not uh, Meryl. So B movie. It wasn't, yeah. 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 It's not, uh, yes. yeah. it's not anything. They found she their should homes. have gone into they politics. Found, yeah, they, <laughs> they landed where they were supposed to. Fair enough. Okay. Yeah. So. Jane Wyman, his first wife. Yeah. Great actress. Okay. Yeah. He was divorced. Mm-hmm. People forget about him when the canonization process. Yeah. It's a uh, it's the way it goes. Even, even Hillary Clinton forgets. Even you know? yeah, sadly, even what about what about this article you sent me about Monique and how great she is? Oh, that was an article about um she she got fifty thousand dollars for Precious. This this is all stuff I sent you like during around the Oscar times. You know, oh. then we had like three weeks without oh, podcast. Then, right, right. But yes, she hasn't really worked that much since. And so hopefully that fifty grand got invested into yeah, something. Jesus, and definitely not what a normal what Oscar, not a normal a white comedy, a white actress who got an Oscar usually gets a Jennifer lot of work. Lawrence is still working a lot, right? Yeah. And Monique won Best Supporting and no work. I don't know what she's been in since then, right? You know that what Viola Davis said about how the women in color and um, yeah, it's just they just don't get the opportunities, right? Yes. And then a woman I know who is on General Hospital accidentally made a comment about how it's hard for everybody. And you're like, yes, yes, it is. But it turns out it is indeed harder for women of color. Right. It is. I'm so sorry. Yeah. But black women. And you know what you don't get asked as a white woman when you go in for the uh, for the audition? Do the accent. <laughs> Nobody ever says that to a right. white woman, mm-hmm. uh, even though I did go for a German massage therapist for a Disney Channel movie. Oh, my God. And they it would did. be perfect. <laughs> I can't. Why were you not picked? Because I couldn't do the accent. Uh. <laughs> I, don't, I don't do accents. So I, and, uh, but they did like me. You couldn't but, be a German-American that immigrated to Wisconsin? Well, that's what I thought. I was like, why don't you just think of me as a German-American? Third generation. The third granddaughter <laughs> of the masseuse. Yes, sir. Clink. <laughs> clink. Hogan. That's your that German Hogan. accent is saying clink. It would be Hogan. It would be Hogan, first of all. And second of all, yeah. All right. You guys. Well, first I, of all, I, I appreciate all your audition stories, but I'm thinking some of the reason you aren't cast isn't because of stereotypes. No, no. It turns clink. out clink. It could be the fact that I don't know how to act. You know, I, I went out because Maria's, uh, Maria's Netflix show is coming out right. May 20th. Uh, Lady Dynamite. That's let's, awesome. Let's plug it. Let's what the heck. Let's plug it. Yes. Yeah. Um, so it's a sitcom. I've mm-hmm. seen one episode. It's yeah. It's funny. And I have to admit, thank God. You know when a friend of yours does something? Yeah. And you're like, oh, God, I hope it's, I hope it doesn't suck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, and it doesn't. It's weird and awesome and hilarious. Oh, wow. And the woman and the guy who plays her manager, who plays Bruce Smith. Yeah. Is the best. Oh my god, it's so good! Didn't it take a really long time for this to happen? Twenty-five years uh, for people to know that Maria Bamford <laughs> should have career. had a sitcom. Yes. Yeah, I don't understand why people didn't just look at Maria Bamford in 1999 and go, "Oh, 
This yeah. woman should have her own sitcom. Yes. Uh, but nope. <laughs> Isn't it weird? You're like, you think, oh, she must be turning them down. Because <laughs> I always think that with people like, oh, you must not want to work. You know that. Because uh, you're so funny. Janine Garofalo and Maria did an episode of The Dork Forest. Yeah. Uh, together? Uh, together. Wow. And they talked about their love of Susie Orman. Anyway. Uh, Interesting. Yes. So at the end of the episode, though, what, and I almost edited it out of this Dork Forest uh, with Janine because Janine was uh, complaining, like we do, about her career. Yeah. When everybody, you can only complain laterally or up. Because everyone else, because she was actually talking about how she didn't uh, for for pilot season, she had only gone out for one. Yeah, and she and a bunch of her friends had were doing movies, and she, they didn't get her any bed parts or anything. And Maria and I looked at each other, and, and I Maria said, "Jackie, have you gone out for any pilots this year?" <laughs> and I said, "I have not." Have you? And she said, "No." And that actually surprised me. Maria doesn't go out for pilot season. That's it. Doesn't make any sense. No, you, but, but the, even the way you say it, it's like she doesn't want it. Maria is hasn't been asked. Has not been asked. That's insane. It doesn't make any sense to me, right? But um, but it was so funny because Maria and I just looked at each other and then looked at Janine. And was like, you got to go out. Uh, that's a win. That's the win. That's, that Janine would was only asked once is really shocking. Is also really shocking, but. It's only, I mean, more than the one time that neither of us got asked. Wow. And more than the one time that Maria Bamford should have been asked every single day of her life. The wrong anyway. people are running show business. <laughs> it's depressing. Where's that, where's that pillow? Where's the pillow? Like, don't they learn from their failures? Don't they learn from... No, no, because it's a new 27-year-old every year. <laughs> right? Isn't it? The 28-year-old is shot and <laughs> uh, buried. Right, fired. <laughs> Obviously sent out into Death Valley. And uh, so it's, um, yeah, what else do you want to talk about? I don't know where we're at time-wise. We're in hour 12. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Let's power down. Power down. Hey, guys, thanks for listening. (laughs) Oh, you know what? If you want, I'm going to be headlining at Flappers in Burbank May 5th. Ooh, wait, 6th and 7th? Whatever that Friday is. 6th and 7th. So uh, come on out for that. That would be really cool. It's like a regular headlining show. I get to do 45 and That is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And and follow uh, Lori on any Lori sixteen. Yeah, and follow Jackie Cation at Jackie Cation on the Twitter and the whatnot. Yep. Have a good one, you guys. Bye. Now leaving Nerdist.com.